Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is Trevor Stores from the Full Press Coverage and Rough the District. Hey Trev, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? Doing great. And I hope all of you out there had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Fantastic Festivus, whatever it is you celebrate. It's all good with us. Uh, and hey, we were talking pre-show about this. Trev, I know you had a good holidays and a good happy Merry Christmas to you, but you know, one thing I love about Christmas, presents, obviously, giving them and getting them. What's your favorite present this this, uh, this past season? Which one was your favorite? Uh, this might not be a popular, but since I'm 34 years old, I got new tires, a set of new tires <laughs> for my car, so. Nice! <laughs> hey, cool. I mean, it is what it is. I'm keeping it real. I oh, needed totally. them, and Santa heard me and delivered, so. <laughs> You know, and, and uh, you know, honestly, the funny thing about that is if you were 24, you'd be like, what the hell, dude? That sounds like a necessity. Yeah, but at 34, you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> I, want, I need tires, man. This is the best, exactly. best gift ever. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, yeah, it's just like yours? the age. What was yours? So that's really funny because, so you already know what my favorite gift that I gave was because I, I gave everybody a COVID rapid test. So like I said, if you guys are checking Walmart and wondering there's no, why there's none available, because I bought them all and handed it out to everybody I know. So there you go. But my favorite, you know, gift that I got this year, and I'm going to, so I'm going to be, I'm going to, I could have picked, I could go many directions on this. I can go sappy or whatever. I'm just going to be honest. I got a PS5 and I love it. <laughs> I've been firing up that firing up that Madden in uh, in uh, in 4K, and I'm like, man, I may never go back to work. I may never go back to life. I'm just gonna do this <laughs> for the rest of my days. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. And you know what's funny about that is that I got it this year, but actually it was my um, it was it was for my uh, sister-in-laws and my brother-in-laws. Thank you so much, guys. But they actually um, said they were gonna get me last year. So last year when I opened up my present, it was actually a picture of a PS5. And they're like, hey, there you go. You're going to get it for you. Uh, don't worry about it, but that's your gift. And we're like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. So I went and bought, like, a new Spider-Man game, bought Madden, just kind of sat there. Said, oh, it's going to be here any month. And guess what? I got it 365 days later. So there you oh, go. Oh <laughs> hey, I still appreciate it. I, they went through a lot. Exactly. From what I, they went through a lot to get that. It's the effort that, they, that absolutely is there. So thank you so much, uh, Alan, Rachel, Jimmy, uh, and Danielle, dude, that was fantastic of you. Thank you. I do appreciate it, although I'm going to take a pot shot at you because you bought it for me last year. I'm just saying. It's like the ultimate re-gift. You know what I mean? But anyway. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, we got so much to talk about, and I'm, I'm sure part of it you don't want to talk about because we're going to talk about those Washington football yeah. teams. Uh, but anyway, yeah. plenty to talk about. we got to talk about the continuing impact of COVID on the NFL season, the future of the Washington football team. We're going to preview Week 17 at NFC East matchups and um, some fantasy football advice with it with regard to those games. And then we're going to predict the teams which are going to make the playoffs and much, much more. So, hey, you know what? Let's not keep, uh, keep them waiting. Let's get rolling. All right. Let's start with COVID because it's everywhere, guys. It's a pandemic. And it's continuing mm-hmm. to plague the NFL. Um, as of Monday night, 521 players have been placed on the reserve COVID list in December alone. 
Uh, and that's nearly one in four active players. That's insane. Even worse is that 476 of those have come since December 13th. For context, 428 players went on COVID reserve all of last season in total from September 1st to the Super Bowl. So we exceeded that just from December 13th to today. Uh, a record 106 players were placed on the COVID list just this past Monday, and several teams really got hit hard. The biggest news for the week, of course, is that Carson Wentz uh, and Bruce Arians are being placed or placed on the list on Tuesday, and Darren Waller is placed on the list on Wednesday. It calls into question whether any of those guys are going to be available for Sunday, and that's going to be a really important game for Carson Wentz and Indianapolis Colts. And just to give everybody a lay of the land, the Jaguars are leading the way with 22, pay, 22 players on the COVID list. Uh, the Raiders are 12, Falcons, Packers, Chargers of 11, Panthers of 10, Broncos 8, Titans 7. The rest all have, you know, between one and six, except for two teams. There are only two teams without any players on the COVID list at all, and that's the Chiefs and the Bills. So in response to this, the NFL recently reduced the amount of time that players who test positive for COVID will have to quarantine pursuant to the CDC recent recommendations. The NFL and the NFL Players Association agreed to adopt the five-day rule as the standard amount of time that players who test positive will quarantine, and that will apply to all asymptomatic players, whether they're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Players experiencing any symptoms, though, will remain in quarantine after the five days have passed. NFL has previously implemented a 10-day rule pursuant to the CDC guideline before moving it to five. So, okay, Trev, so that's a lot of information to process. And we talked about this two weeks ago as well. You know, we kind of thought about, well, how is this going to impact things and how is this going to impact scheduling and things like that? So let me ask you now, with, the, with two weeks of experience with this and seeing how it's kind of surged over the last two weeks, um, what do you think about the way that the NFL is handling this and, and the way it's, it's working through the issues that are caused by having these roster shortages, you know, is, is, should the NFL pause the season so that all the teams can get healthy? Should they continue to reschedule games for teams who have been particularly hit with the COVID list? Um, and is there, and is the current NFL policy sufficient to address the impact on COVID? What are your thoughts on this and how do you think the NFL should handle this? Um, I'm no doctor, so I'm just going to leave it up to them. I think they're handling it the best way they can to, yeah. instead of to, without um, shutting down the season. Plus, it's too late in the season to, to shut down the season and, and, you know, do a bunch of postponements and forfeits. It's, it's getting to the playoff time and postseason. I think them changing the, uh, the policy from 10 days to five days, it was a good idea because it sounded like and it seemed like the majority of these COVID list players were asymptomatic. Right. They, will still have to, they still had to be, you know, sit out for, for 10 days, possibly missing two games. So I think that from 10 to 5 was a good idea. But other than that, I mean, I don't know what else they could do. They rescheduled games. They, you know, they're putting people on the list. I'm, I'm sure all yep. the teams are following the protocol. I mean, I'm sure there's not a team out there saying screw the protocol. They're all following it. So it's not like somebody's doing this on purpose. It's just this new variant is 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 bad and another outbreak is happening. So I guess they're handling it the best way they can instead of just canceling the season right, by uh, right. moving games around and switching the number of days. So. It is what yeah, it is. it's really tough. It's tough because we're, like you say, we're we're into week 17. Typically, this would be the last week of the regular season. It just so happens this year, being the first year, we go to 18 games, and wouldn't you know it, we have this issue of COVID. So we basically have, yeah. you know, a lack of players. I mean, can you believe that one in four active players have been on the COVID list? It's just absolutely insane if you think about it. Sure. But you're right. You know, the the fact that many of them are asymptomatic and um, you know, getting to five days, maybe that'll help out a little bit. That certainly is going to impact this kind of storyline 
for the Indianapolis Colts because they have a really important yeah. game coming up this weekend. And no mm-hmm. Carson Wentz means they'll be relying on Sam Ellinger. And no offense to Sam Ellinger, but that's not great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so maybe it's a new five-day policy. I guess Carson does have a chance. I think I read somewhere that he could be available for Sunday, but right. we'll see what happens. That's- yeah, that's right. I mean, and, and it's, uh, it's one of those things that's really a shame if he doesn't get available. Not that I'm a Colts fan or anything, but I want to see fair competition here. And, um, right. and, and it will be an important game for them uh, to win because they're still in the hunt. And we're going to get to that a little bit later today. So keep your eyes open, everybody. If you're playing fantasy football into this week 17, then check your COVID list because they could be bigger than you think. And players that you think are available may not be available. A lot of people got bit by that at the end of week 16. So keep an eye on that. Let's go ahead and hit the uh, boxing bell on this then and move on to our next topic of the day. And that is the Washington football team. And I know you, you might can, not want to talk much about want, this, Trev, yeah. because the last time we talked about this, this was two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing's changed. You know, nothing's changed <laughs> nothing really. Okay. Cause, cause, cause quite frankly, um, you know, losing 27 to 20 to the Cowboys, yeah, that's, that's fine. Right. 56 to 14. Whoa, you know, I mean, <laughs> something is dysfunctional um, out there. And quite frankly, at the end of the first half, it was 42 to 7. I mean, that is absolutely, you know, that is just not, um, that's not pretty. <laughs> that is not pretty. Um, you know, it's funny because I was tracking this game. I was watching this game carefully because of the fact that, I, you know, I was hoping that Washington would beat the Dallas Cowboys, but lost hope almost immediately. After the first quarter, I basically kind of said, well, that's not going to happen. But I also had a, a ton of players on the Dallas Cowboys on my fantasy football team. So if nothing else, thank you, Dallas Cowboys, or thank you, Washington football team, for allowing my players to go off and get me to the championship game. I appreciate that. I know you had my best interest at heart there. Um, but let me uh, let me just ask you, um, Trev, what do you think? Um, there are obviously lots of things you can point to as things that got derailed. Obviously, defense was one of them. Um, Taylor Heineke is another one of them. What are your thoughts yeah. here? Where did the Washington football team go from here? I mean, what do they do from here? What changes do they have to make next year? Oh, man. So to talk about Sunday, I mean, no excuses, but we were COVID-ridden in the linebacker yes, spot. Yes, absolutely. And, absolutely. And in the secondary, too. And then our, our defensive line, they were having some issues with each other on the sideline. We had everybody installed that. And so it was kind of just boiling over to the from the field to the sideline. So um, it's just we – and we had Garrett Gilbert as a starting quarterback. No, that was so <laughs> Sorry, we had Taylor Heineke. You're right. We did have Taylor yes. Heineke. He, yeah, uh, yeah. He just doesn't have it, man. I mean, our offensive line was really bad. I'll give him that benefit of the doubt, but – other than that, he just usually he can escape some of those situations that the offensive line puts him in, but here lately right. he hasn't been able to do that. Um, and then when he was able to get out of the pocket, he was underthrowing the receivers so bad. Two wide receivers, uh, Adam Humphreys and Cam Sims, wide open for a first down. He throws the ball in the dirt five yards ahead. Yeah, that was not pocket. good. It's just, it was awful. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Allen comes in, and Terry McLaurin has three catches off the bat in the fourth quarter. So, like, it's just it's just weird. Um, where we go from here, obviously we need a quarterback. That's that's yeah. the obvious one. That's been obvious since um, let's see, RG three, I guess. It's been, we need a quarterback. So outside of the quarterback, we definitely need some linebacking help and some more secondary help. Uh, William Jackson the third was not really what we panned out to be coming from from Cincinnati. He was supposed to be a, a lockdown corner. Hasn't really shown that this year. Um, our Jamin Davis, our first round pick at 19 this year's past draft, 
Uh, yeah. I'm going to say it now. It was a bust. Yeah, I know he's a rookie, but he was a bust. And he picked 19. He, he did not exceed or didn't even meet expectations of a 19th overall pick in the NFL draft. So it is what it is. He's a bust. So we're going to need a, an actual middle linebacker or another just a general linebacker to kind of command that area. And that's about it, probably. We still have some good receivers. Curtis Daniel, if he can stay healthy. Adam Humphreys, Jamie Brown. He's a rookie. Yeah. If he has a quarterback, he'll be better. So quarterback, middle linebacker, and some secondary help is what we should do. Now. Yeah. Yep. I believe in all that stuff. You know, and, and quite frankly, uh, you know, I'll give some credit to the fact that the, you know, Dallas defense has been um, exceptional this year mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. And Trevon did. I mean, he is playing out of his mind. I mean, he has a NFL leading 11th interception. I mean, he's just, uh, he's all over the place. So in some ways, um, you know, I, I fault a lot of what Taylor Heineke did on offense to, to kind of reflect what happened here in this game as it got away from them. But uh, I'll give some credit to the Dallas defense as well. They obviously uh, are playing at a very high level. Um, and I, of course, will, as, as you said, mention that, the um, the Washington football team was kind of uh, COVID uh, impacted at a very high level. Right. So certainly yeah. that had some play in here as well. Uh, so if, if you that, look at it that way, maybe I, I shave off another 24 points, but that still doesn't make the score look any better. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah like I, I was telling everybody this week, like I know we had backups of the backups of the backups of the backups on the field, but they're an NFL athlete. They're on practice squad for a reason. And we, right. I mean, allowing 56 points is, is zero excuse. There's, there's no excuse for that, no matter who's on defense. 56 yeah. points on NFL is a lot. So. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. That's that was not. That was tough, definitely yeah. not pretty. That is definitely no, not pretty. Not. So the, the Washington football team, though, not quite eliminated yet. <laughs> I guess if they win out and a lot of people lose out, basically the – I think that the Eagles have to lose out uh, for sure. And then the 49ers have to lose out for sure. When, then you have like some outside shot with some tiebreakers to maybe scoot into that sixth spot. But NFC is pretty locked down right now. So it's going to be uh, pretty tough sledding going into the next two weeks, I think, for sure. Um, so, yeah, look to the next year. Get yourself a quarterback and uh, everything will be good again, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that one, and we're going to get on to our next topic of the day. Before we do that, let's talk about our sponsor, Manscaped, because they support us, and we support them because they offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. As you know, they've launched a fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, and you heard that right. It's 4.0, which is better than 1.0 or 2.0 or 3.0. You should join us. That's Trev and I and 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. They have this exclusive offer for you, 20% off, free worldwide shipping, with the code garbage time at manscaped.com. And, and like I said last time, you know, if you live someplace in like upper Mongolia or something, please order it and see if they ship it to you for free. I want to test that free worldwide shipping. I really want to know. <laughs> I just want to know, right. you know, I mean, they, they, yeah. they didn't the write up they gave us. I'm pretty sure. I'm hope I'm not over, uh, over uh, uh, guaranteeing here, over promising here, but um, free worldwide shipping. I mean, go for it guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me where, yeah, where you are. Anyway, get 20% off free shipping code garbage time at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job of Manscaped. All right, let's talk about the NFC East in week 17. So let's start with the New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. Um, two teams obviously going in the wrong direction all season long. Bears actually pulling off a last-minute victory uh, last week over the, uh, over the Seattle Seahawks, which I 
was absolutely shocked about. Um, and the only thing that that did was screw the Giants on the first round pick that he got from us <laughs> that we traded away for, to get Justin Fields. So it doesn't really help the Bears at all. But we got that 1 o'clock coming up this weekend. Giants at Bears. Giants sitting at a 4-11. and 11, Bears at 5-10. and 10. Ugh, What an ugly game this is going to be. Do you have any thoughts here at all about the Giants at Bears yeah. uh, starting week 17? They do. I think the Bears can do this. Um, the Giants are just – they're down to Jake Fromm. I mean, it's <laughs> Saquon has been Saquon's <laughs> injury. The receivers yeah. haven't been what they thought they were when they got him this offseason. Um, their defense oh, is yeah. always kind of like, you know, kind of their oh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Their defense wasn't that bad the past couple of years. It wasn't great, but also wasn't the bottom. It was like a sneaky good defense, but not this year. It's just been – that whole organization has been a disaster. So I'm looking for the Bears to pull the quote-unquote upset according to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the Bears are actually, believe it or not, I didn't actually read this because it almost just doesn't matter because there's no way anybody's betting on this game. But the, the Bears actually are favored by six, uh, which says something <laughs> about this, you know, that a five and 10 team can be favored by six over a four and 11 team. The over under mm-hmm. is 37. So this trust, I mean, I, I guess that means this is going to be a really ugly game, with very low scoring. And I don't think it's yeah. because the defenses are so great. I think it's because the offenses are both pretty stinky. And, you know, I think that's the bottom line. You're right, Jake Fromm. Man, you know, I, I am so disappointed in Jake Fromm. I actually thought he was going to be okay. You know, like yeah. Alex Smith okay. You know, not like yeah. Patrick Mahomes okay. I thought he was going to be like Alex right. Smith okay. And he yeah, wasn't. He's somewhere, like at least a serviceable backup, but he was not. <laughs> no, he did not look like – he did not look good at all. And I hate, uh, you know, I hate saying bad things about te- about players who get their first start – I mean, just look at Ian Book. I mean, I really felt bad for him. I mean, he was just an absolute dis- unmitigated disaster. And I'm a, I'm an Ian Book fan because he came from Notre Dame, but I knew uh, coming out of Notre Dame that he was not going to be a good NFL quarterback. But I thought he could be a serviceable backup. And I thought Jake Fromm was better than Ian Book in college. So this really was, like, ugh, disgusting all the way around, you know, just not not yeah. good. Um, and and I agree with you. Like what a what a bust. And, and I mean Kenny Galladay. I mean how yeah. they wasted the, they really wasted him. I mean they, I know there was injury, but geez, he has just been an yeah. absolute non-factor um, mm-hmm. due to terrible quarterback play. Absolutely terrible yeah. quarterback play. Um, so yeah, we, like you, I will pick the Bears. And it's what's really funny about this is this is going to really sting the Giants that they lose because it makes their draft pick that they got from the Bears worse the better that the Bears do. So <laughs> it'll be a double whammy on the Giants. Not only will they go to 4-12, and 12, but that draft pick is going to slowly get worse and worse <laughs> as we finish the, finish the season strong for no good reason. All right, so that's it for that one. Giants, Bears, wow. Um, I'll watch it because I'm a Bears fan. Most other people probably will turn away in fear. Let's hit the big boxing bell on that one. Let's get to another team, and this one will be interesting because, like I said, there's still a lot at stake here. And this is a must-win for the Washington football team if they want to stay available here. And, and the interesting thing about it is that one of the teams they need to lose are the Eagles, and they're playing the Eagles, and they're playing the Eagles at home. So Philadelphia yeah. is only favored by three, okay? So that says something, that when Washington is at full strength, which I think they're assuming they will be, because right now they don't have a ton of guys on the COVID list, that the Eagles are only favored by three. The over-under at 44.5. You know, Jalen Hurts has started to look better. He had a little bit of a down game last week, but he started to look better. And um, it's interesting to me that the uh, the Sharps are saying that, you know, the Eagles aren't really that much better than Washington. What do you think about this? 
I mean, I, I I agree with that, except for their running game is pretty pretty darn good, and I don't even know yeah. how because Jordan Howard is a part of that running game, and it's like what? <laughs> right. But, uh, right. That would have been interesting he, uh, like six years ago. <laughs> exactly. And he's picked up weight too, and now they consider him a quote unquote power back. It's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying Darren Sproles is our power back, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? He's like, come on. Uh, so Miles Sanders has a broken hand. That's something yeah. to keep an eye on. I don't think he's going to be able to play. I think yeah, Jordan Howard is a little bit banged up too. I don't know. Questionable as well. Yep. That's but right. They did he, might, he, he might be able to suit up. Yep. Yeah, that's right. They got carry on Johnson from the practice squad, so we'll see. But I don't think that they're anything to get excited about, or they're not flashy. I just they just pounded us with the run. I mean, it's not flashy and it got the job done, but overall, I think we're pretty evenly matched. I don't think that same result that happened two weeks ago will happen this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, you said we have something to play for. The Washington football team is mathematically still in the hunt, and in my book, that means we're not in the hunt. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say we're not making the postseason. But right. playing the spoiler role, especially for a division rival, is our, our next objective, and I think we will yeah. deliver that on Sunday. I think yeah. we can uh, want to come out here with something to prove. And also, we've gotten our butts kicked the last three weeks of football by division opponents handily. I know 27-20 was – the score, but the game was a, was not as close as the score was for the first time we played Dallas. Philly was 27-17. Still not as close as what the game really was. They ran all over us for nearly 250 yards. That's ridiculous. Right. And right. then we lose 56-14 on Sunday Night Football. So I think we're, we're highly motivated to get a W uh, regardless of the status of our postseason dream. So I think we'll pull it out Sunday. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it would be interesting to see because Quite frankly, the Eagles started trending up, and then, uh, you know, it, it, I saw that. I mean, they played the Giants last week, so whatever. Um, you know, right. it's, it's hard to say what's going to end. And before Washington, they played the Jets, so whatever. Mm-hmm. And before yeah, that, they yeah. lost to the Giants. So, you know, you're like, okay, I mean, what, what, what does this actually say about the Eagles themselves? And, you know, like you said, the, the run game was kind of the, the focus. Um, you know, Jordan Howard, questionable. Miles Sanders now out, back out, I should say, because he's been out for most of the season. Um, you know, you you got Boston Scott back there. I mean, I just don't, I just don't feel like this is had in mind <laughs> what they had in mind when they yeah. were heading into this. Um, you know, so it will be interesting to see what happens. They got Brandon Brooks also under offensive line and injured reserve. Um, so there's going to be there's going to be some question there, you know, um, with regard to what happens here. I think that Washington can rebound here. I think this is a great spot to prove that they have something to build on next year, that this is not yeah. a complete tear, tear down, that there are a lot of yeah. great elements to this team. Because quite frankly, I still have confidence in Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin and a lot of the yeah. offense, you know, that, you yeah. know, not Taylor Heineke, but you know, a lot of other yeah, parts of the offense. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that's entirely going to be an interesting thing to watch. So let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that one. Let's get on to the next game here. And that is the... <laughs> Um, the uh, the Cardinals at the Cowboys. So this mm-hmm. is really interesting because um, these this will be uh, these are two teams that are essentially they're already locked into the playoffs, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But this is definitely going to be a good test because the Cardinals have been sliding over the last couple of weeks, and the Cowboys have been on an upward trend. So will the Cardinals be what they were? Can they actually be competitive against a good team? Or is this going to be, you know, the Cardinals basically swan song going into the playoffs, which is obviously a bad thing because right now they have no momentum going into the playoffs. 
So Cardinals mm-hmm. at Cowboys, 425 p.m. Dallas is actually favored by six points. That's six points. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a hearty line right there. The over-under at 51. What are your thoughts about this game between the Cardinals and the Cowboys? This is going to be a really good game. Um, I think better than what a lot of people are expecting. Yeah, I think Arizona, they have been fighting the past couple of games, but I think they find their rhythm for this game. Um, and the Cowboys are trending up too, but they've been playing some kind of weaker teams the past few weeks. So it's, right. it's going to be good, kind of good to see um, how their offense and defense goes against a really good team. So um, I think the Cardinals will pull it out. They're pretty good on the road. I think they've only, I think they've lost one on the road. So going into Dallas and winning in Dallas really isn't that big of a deal. Um, it's not like going in Dallas. Oh, we got, we're going to Jerry's world. No, it's a, it's a huge playground. Right. You can easily win right. in Dallas. There's nothing wrong with that. So Cardinals are a good road team. I think Kyler Murray finds his way. And I think it's going to be a close game. I think Arizona pulls it out because their defense yeah. is also really good too. No, I agree. And and I think they're, you know, they've been definitely impacted. You know, no DeAndre Hopkins anymore, mm-hmm. uh, James Conner in and out, Chase Edmonds in and out. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. been a little bit of a tough go of it. And, hey, even um even uh, uh, Kyler Murray in and out. So, you know, they, they've had a tough road of it. But if you look at the last couple of games, it has not been pretty. You know, I mean, the fact of the matter is that after taking care of the Bears, 33-22, no big deal there. They ended up um, losing to the Rams 30-23. to Now, that is a close game against a good team. But then they lost to the Lions 30-12. to yeah. I mean, that yeah. was telltale. And you thought, and I thought at least, that they would bounce back in the game against the Colts. But, of course, Colts also trending in the right direction. Okay, so don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. They have a great defense, a good offense, solid offense. And they got Jonathan Taylor, um, league MVP Jonathan Taylor. So, you know, I get it. But they lost 22-16 to there, too. And, you know, it made me think that maybe the Cardinals have lost their way. You know, it's just the opposite direction mm-hmm. of what the Cowboys mm-hmm. have been doing, you know. And, and I'm starting to wonder, are the Cardinals the team that we thought they were? Because if you look at what the um, – and this is going to be interesting because the Cowboys have been trending up, but against teams that haven't been great, okay. And I'm going to include right, the, exactly. your poor Washington team in there. But they beat the Saints 27-17. to 17. So that was close, but the Saints have been on a downward trajectory as well with their quarterback issues. Um, then they beat Washington twice. They beat the Giants once. So is yeah. that a positive trend? I don't know. They lost to the Raiders yeah, before they won against the Saints. So I, I, I don't know. With you on that. I don't know either. This is going to be a really good game on Sunday. I do yeah, think, I think the Cardinals yeah. lose Sunday, they're, you can just kiss their, their playoff chances. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. I, but they're not going to win any game in the playoffs. I agree. Um, but if they do win Sunday, I think that they could be a one and done. But they they're still showing that they're you know the same old Cardinals. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? unfortunately, eight, unfortunately, eight to ten they wins. do. Kyler Murray is a beast, but they they, just, they don't make it not much noise after that. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah. No I think Cardinals this is this is a turning point for them for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I and, and you're picking. You know, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go against the gray, and I'll pick the Cardinals. I, I'll say they get their. Uh, I'll say that they get their act together here, uh, and win this game. But um, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. So hit, go ahead and hit the boxing bell on this one. Let's get on to our last topic of the day. But before we do that, and we're gonna talk about the NFL playoffs. That's our, our favorite topic, obviously, because that's what we're all here for. But before I do that, let's talk about our sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sport and esport app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate countless of hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes have the biggest impact on the game. Just pick your props, pick the number right, win some money. 140000 guaranteed in prizes each week and over 
four million awarded so far. And it's what we say, you know, you know, I'm even, you know, I'm coming around to saying like, even if you are Kanye, you probably could use an extra $4 million, right? I mean, everybody can use an extra 4 million, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I mean, he could use some pocket change. He wants, he wants to buy another, you know, jet or something. Why not? Why not have another form? So I'm going to say this, Kanye, you sign up too. Let's all sign up for Thrive Fantasy and play. Everybody sign up for sure. Oh man, promo code garbage time when you sign up today. You'll receive a hundred percent instant first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download Thrive Fantasy at the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, let's get on to the last topic here, and that's the NFL playoffs. Obviously, that's really important to everybody. And I'm just gonna give everybody the 2021 playoff picture as we sit so far. Now I'm gonna start on the NFC side because that's easy, okay? Because right now five of the six spots have been clinched on the NFC side, five of the six. And right now in order, it's the Green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys, the LA Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the aforementioned Arizona Cardinals at five. So at that six spot, we still have the 49ers at eight and seven and the Eagles at eight and seven in the hunt. And then just on the bubble on the outside looking in, you got those Vikings, you got the Falcons and the Saints all at seven and eight, and you got that Washington football team at six and nine, not mathematically <laughs> eliminated yet. So, you know, what do you think there? I mean, we, we obviously mm. know that Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Buccaneers, Cardinals are going to be there, but that last spot is up for grabs. It's looking like it's going to be 49ers or Eagles, but Vikings, Falcons, Saints all have a shot. What do you think? Well, if the 49ers can beat – if the 49ers can beat the Houston shock the world Texans. I know it's not a given anymore. Uh, it's not a given. No, it's not. David Mills is not a laughing stock of the NFL anymore. He's I'm unbelievable. Actually, you know, um, if they do it, I think they get the sixth spot. And I think Minnesota slides in for the seventh because we're going to beat the Eagles. I really think we're going to beat the Eagles. And I think. Oh yeah. Playoff yeah. Right. But if well, we're not, um, that's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. And the tough part is that the 49ers, even if they get past the Texans, they still have the Rams, you know, on the road in that last, you know, week 18 game. So that's, that's obviously not a gimme either. And maybe they catch the Rams sleeping. Maybe the Rams uh, rest half their starters for that game. Oh, that's true. Case, that's you know? true. They might not need them so, at that point. They, so that's, that's, yeah. if they win this week, they, they, can, they can maybe lock up that two spot. Um, maybe. I don't know. Because the Cowboys win – and they're still going to be in the hunt for that two spot. So we'll see what happens there. But that, it's, that's true. That way depend on what the Rams are doing in week 18. So mm-hmm. 49ers, then there's the Eagles. Uh, the, mm-hmm. I mean, 6 and then Eagles or Vikings at 7. Definitely not the same. Definitely not us. It'll be the okay. Eagles and Vikings, and I'll pick the Vikings. Okay. Okay, so that's interesting because the Vikings, I, I I think they have what it takes. It's just they just don't can't seem to get out of their own way sometimes, you know. It's just really kind of a weird, weird thing there. And I just have no faith in the Falcons or Saints at all, you know. Just just zero faith in them. All right, let's look to the other side of the and let's talk about the AFC. So interestingly, the AFC is like the flip side of the NFC. Not only because it's A NFC and not NFC, but because only one team has clinched, and that is unsurprisingly at this point, I guess the Kansas city chiefs, which strangely enough, you remember back when, yeah, when the right? chiefs were like yeah. six and four or something. And we're like, yes. they're not the chiefs anymore. 
they're not even making yes. our power rankings anymore, you know? They have <laughs> here they are. reclaimed their spot, yes. Yeah, it was so weird because I didn't even really, I didn't even notice it. Like, I didn't realize yes. how they had climbed that to that number one spot, you know, on the NFC side. I, I was still thinking, like, you know, there's, uh, there's all these other teams in the NFC that are challenging them, but it really aren't, um, interestingly enough. So, so here are the ones that are in the hunt, okay? So we got the Titans. At 10 and 5, they have the big angle here on number two. Then you get the Bengals and the Bills and the Colts and the Patriots. Bengals, Bills, Colts, Patriots, all at 9 and 6. And then at 8 and 7, with a bunch of tiebreakers, the Dolphins. So, quite frankly, those guys have the leg up right now. So, I assume we're pretty certain that Titans will make it at 10 and 5. But then the rest of it is a big rush to the end here. So, we got the Bengals, Bills, Colts, Patriots, and Dolphins. And if you want to make things even more complicated, the Chargers, Raiders, and Ravens all are at oh eight and seven as well. But the Dolphins have the, right. have the tiebreaker on them. But the Chargers, Raiders, and Ravens all at eight and seven. And if you want to make oh things even God. more complicated, the Steelers okay. are at seven, seven, and one. You know, so <laughs> no, okay, and, and no, now, no. all right. So I'll stop there because I'm not going to get into the seven and eights because there are also seven and eights who are not mathematically eliminated. But I know how you feel about that, so I'll stop there. So let's talk about these guys at the top here. Let's assume the Titans are going to get in there. So Bengals, Bills, Colts, Patriots, Dolphins. Let's take them first. Which one of those is not going to make it? If, if if all those, you know, let's let's assume that they all kind of hold out. Which one of those are not going to make it? I'm going to say the Dolphins, man. I know they're on this win streak, but I just don't think they have enough to hang with the big boys like the Patriots, the Bills, the Colts. Maybe the Bengals. That could be a shootout, possibly, maybe, but. Other than that, man, I just don't think they can hang with the other teams. Yeah. Because right other teams are starting to find their way when it's when it right. out. So. Well, the interesting thing is that the <sighs> Patriots, Tough. you know, I, I felt like the Patriots were in, in control, and then they started sliding, you know, and I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm starting to wonder, because, you know, I was starting to eat my words and say, you know, I, 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 on draft day, I was rooting really hard that the Bears moved up and selected Justin Fields and not Mac Jones, okay? Part of it was because he's from Alabama, and I hate Alabama. Not the state, the team, guys. So simmer down if you're from Alabama. I love you guys. I just don't like your football team, the University of Alabama rule, a Crimson Tide. But, you know, the, but he kind of proved me wrong for quite some time. And I thought, wow, you know, maybe the Patriots were right, and they had the right system, and Mac Jones is the guy. But they've lost two in a row. And, and of course, they're two, two good teams, the Colts and the Bills. And they do face the Jaguars, and then they face the Dolphins at the end. That should be really interesting because there are probably some playoff consequences there. But, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe the Patriots aren't as good as I think they are. I mean, that's, it's entirely possible, I guess. Um, but it's a tough one. It's a real tough one. Now, let me ask you this question. Dolphins 8-7, and seven, and Chargers 8-7, and seven, Raiders 8-7, and seven, Ravens 8-7. and seven. Of those four, if one of them had to make it, which one is it going to be? Oh, my gosh. If one of them had to make it, it's a tiebreaker between the Ravens and the Chargers for me. Ravens and the Chargers? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I know they don't have Lamar Jackson, but they potentially have Tyler Huntley back, which is Lamar Jackson with an arm. (laughs) Um, So that's that. And then the Chargers, Justin Herbert, I know he's had a little bit of a a skid or whatever, but he's a second-year player. He's still outstanding to be so young and to be in the second year. I agree. I agree. So if between those two, I guess they could, they have to make it a tie break between those. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, I I totally agree with all that. And I, and I think the tough part is that the Ravens, you know, it's funny because if the Ravens had Lamar Jackson, and, and not, Lamar Jackson wasn't not, you know blowing the doors off or anything like that, but he was mm-hmm. he is a solid starting quarterback. He's a, he's definitely one of those that you fear when you're on defense. Uh, and you know Huntley ha- has been good, uh, has been good, but I just think that they're having some problems there in, in Baltimore, which is really just you know that their defense is absolutely terrible. Oh, really? They play the Rams yeah, this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they have nobody on defense left. Also, I have a hot take right here. I think okay. you can say John John Harbaugh is a little bit of a uh, reason why that they're on the bubble looking in because oh, totally. of all totally. Two-point totally. conversion attempts and fail. Oh, yeah. Holy when crap. Overtime and one or just one. So, like, you know, they wouldn't have to be in this position. If they I know. Oh, yeah. Stop gambling. I, so I totally agree with you. you I know, totally agree with people, you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are saying Lamar Jackson this, Lamar Jackson that, but not John Harbaugh played a, played a huge role in this. So. Yeah, think about this. That? So this, they lost the Steelers twenty to nineteen. They lost to the Packers thirty-one to thirty. All within the last four weeks, all because of a two-point conver- a missed two-point conversion yeah. at the end of the game. And and you know, in games where they were trending up at the end, right? It wasn't like they were just you know they're hanging on and oh my gosh, we don't beat them now, mm-hmm. we're never going to beat them. They were mm-hmm. surging at the end of those games, right? Their yeah. offense was clicking. So in that situation, I get it. You want to win now? It's tough, you know. Particularly against the Steelers, you're in Pittsburgh, but, but you, you got to trust your offense, you know. <laughs> exactly. And it just it just doesn't make sense to me. And if they were, you know, it's a totally different story if they're ten and five, right? Instead of yeah. instead of eight and seven. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I agree. If they're you. ten and five, we're thinking about are they going to be a are they going to be a two seed or a three seed? That's what we're thinking right now. Now we're like, are they going to have be able to sniff that six seed? You know, that's that's. That's a huge difference, and that is all Harbaugh, absolutely all Harbaugh. You know, I agree with that. So, I think it's a hot take, and it's a hot take that I 100% endorse. <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll see how this. This is going to be an interesting weekend. Lots of great games. Lots of great games. Going to decide what's going to happen here. So let's go ahead and get to the end of the show because we're done. Hit the air horn on the show. And that is a little bit of overtime because you know we had to make up for not being able to give you guys a show last week. So we want to make up for that by giving you a little bit of overtime. Like I said, if you don't get enough Trev. Harbaugh doesn't know about. <laughs> right, right. It's overtime. Right. Yeah, that was great. That was great, Trev. That was fantastic. Wow. That was like the best segue we've had in our entire run here. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Holy cow. I, I kind of feel like I ruined it, though. I kind of I should have ran with it a little more, but I didn't. And because it took me by surprise, and that was fantastic. What a great well, it's almost like we planned it, but we didn't. So that no, was it. we really didn't, but hey, that's how it works. We're just that good. I know, I know. I should have said talking about overtime and, you know, <laughs> but I didn't. All right. Well, <laughs> that being said, Trev, give us your social media so people can follow you. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Trev Stores WFT. I'm on Instagram at Trev underscore stores. Uh, Rest of District podcast, Football Garbage Time podcast, and Full Press Coverage, Washington. So, yeah, I'm everywhere. Def- definitely. Yeah, check it out. He's everywhere. And that Rest of District uh, podcast is absolutely fantastic. Some great work that they're doing on there. So everyone, definitely give that a follow and check it out. You can follow me at, on Twitter at FB Garbage Time. And as always, thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time. Enjoy your NFL week, and Happy New Year, everyone. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.